Nicole was your typical hopeless romantic, moonlighting as a fanfiction writer. Claudia was a hard-headed activist with a YouTube channel and the mysterious past. When Nicole hit a deep funk in her writing, Claudia suggests one of her hidden passions, romance novels. Now the two have fallen into a world of endless handsome hunks, doe-eyed damsels, and lascivious lovers. It is now their sacred duty to rank these novels on three criteria. Their steaminess. I had to fan myself off. Their dreaminess. She's not missing anything without him, but he makes her life better. And their meaniness. Cal wouldn't be in some small town pie eating contest. That's not why he left me. <laughs> Join our heroines every other week as they overcome unhealthy relationship archetypes, thesaurus abusing authors, and anatomical inaccuracies to prove that love can conquer all on the Three Little Words podcast, only on the Moonshot Network. Hello, and welcome to the Argonauts podcast. Every two weeks, Andrew fails to solve an A, R, G, and Marn tells him what he should have done instead. That's true. And this week, we are talking about the TikTok energy that, uh, that marketed the new Scream movie that just came out this year. We're finally making good on our threat to watch. Is it Scream 5? Uh, so it is technically 5, but it's just called Scream. Mm-hmm. But yes. Okay. It is uh, the fifth movie. I, I will say, uh, we're this is a half uh, Freddy Dog spook him up because he made me watch a, a horror movie. Half Meteorg analysis because we are watching something that had an ARG. And half regular episode of Argonaut. So I'm very excited to jam pack this episode with as much Marn and Andrew <laughs> content as we possibly can. Yeah, this is all three shows that we make in one show. <laughs> I said, can we get in and do a quick in and out, like easy episode? Because I got to pack for vacation. And you said, no, we're doing everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, don't, I don't know how long this is actually going to take so i'm sure that listeners can look at their uh podcast player right now and be like andrew's wrong but <laughs> <laughs> i i guess that does beg the question of how we want to structure this do we want to talk about the movie first and then the arg let's talk about the ads for the movie and then the okay, movie itself i feel like that feels like a logical that's that's fair yeah line. the ads are like a a prequel, sort of. Okay. Um, but but before that, we have questions to answer. We do. Uh, we've got one that came in through our email address. Uh, and these questions came in stapled to an offer to mail us each pretzels, which if you want us to make sure we'll read your, uh, your question <laughs> on the air, tell us that you'll send us food. That works for me. Um, but Eli sends in a question that says, the question is, how do you solve things? I'm closer to the Marn side of ARG interest, but I'm just so very unintelligent. How do you look at a jumble of letters and see anything other than a Caesar cipher? How do you recognize any of those other letter letter encryption systems? 
So my first answer to this question is I don't. I sit back and let other people do it for me. Uh, but that's not entirely true because it, it there are things that I've learned with experience that come into just my ability to look at a thing and say, this is probably XYZ type of cipher. Yeah. I So I wanted to answer this because I actually do have an answer, which is just like, you have to do it a lot. <laughs> like, that's pretty much it. Uh-huh. <laughs> As <laughs> as a person uh, who does this podcast and the, the the mix between doing this podcast and having friends that mark spoilers for things in Rot 13, uh, I've gotten kind of good at just looking at Rot 13 and interpreting what it is without like translating it through a cipher. Yeah, a lot of the like more popularly used ones, I would say, have certain tells like... Um Base 32 is always in all caps. Um, and then mm-hmm. base 64 is a mix of, uh, of caps and lowercase plus numbers plus base 64 usually has an equal sign on the end. That's, that's the one that always jumps out to me is that the equal yeah. sign is base 64. Yeah. Um, so, so I know, yeah. So I know 32 and 64, uh, binary is easy. <laughs> From there, a lot of things get into, this is a weird jumble of letters. Typically, an ARG doesn't hit you with a weird jumble of letters without there being some kind of context to figure out what those letters mean, right? Yeah, um, and like, and a lot of the like number-based ones are, you can, you'll, like, you can learn to identify them based on the groups of like how many numbers there are, because... Mm-hmm. That's just, like, what they are. So, like, hex is, it's two, like, numbers or a number and a letter per, like, character of the alphabet that will make up the message. And then octal is eight numbers per letter because, or eight numbers per two letters? I forget what it is, but it, that it's sounds octal. Right. It's eight. <laughs> yeah, it, it's eight. <laughs> um, this, this kind of... Uh, so beyond that, uh, you get into a lot of there are there are websites where you can use to plug in and say, is this shifted? You know, um, how many spaces do we want to shift it? You can kind of brute force that and check things like that. Um, in some cases, it's not even really brute forcing. You're, if, if you're expected to do something, it's not quite brute forcing, right? Um, a lot of those situations, you'll end up trying to have a, a key attached to it. So the clue, like, you know, the puzzle there isn't decipher this deciphering it is the solution the puzzle is figuring out how it's encoded right um like that that stick with me here but like (laughs) like uh when when you're given a jumble of letters like that in an arg the ability to turn that jumble of letters into something that is readable is not typically the air quotes puzzle yeah the puzzle is trying to figure out what you can do to it to make it into something that makes sense. And so a lot of our design is we are trying to solve the answer to get us to the ability to translate it, not the puzzle is translate this. Does that make sense? Yes. Like uh, a lot of ARGs, the, the answer to the, you know, the the overarching puzzle will be Octal, or the answer to the puzzle will be a word that becomes the code for the cipher. And then once you have, you know, 
once you have that, you're able to decipher what the 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 phrase is. Like in an escape room, to use a metaphor, the puzzle gets you the key, and then you get to use the key on the lock to open it. Oh yeah, yeah. The sure, ciphered sure, 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 sure. letter is the lock. And yes. you're trying to find the key. You're not trying yeah. to smash the lock open in an ARG. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, a um, lot of people do choose to do that. <laughs> a lot of people choose to hit things with hit the lock, and both in escape rooms and in ARGs. Um, and a lot of people, you know, I do think that a lot of people do make a puzzle out of smash open this lock. And sometimes that can work, and other times it doesn't. But I think that, like... The smart game design is let's do an interesting thing to find the way to unlock this. Um, And a good chunk of this is where working with people comes into play because I don't know every cipher looking at something and most people don't. But I got a pretty pretty good eye for um, pattern recognition or trying to figure out when something can fit into, um, you know, into something like, is this a set of one and twos? Could this be binary or Baconian in some way? Um, you know, are there ways that this could fit into a cipher that I know? And if not, is there a way that we could possibly get it to there? Um, and that's where working together as a team comes in handy. Yeah. Um, I was, I did a, uh, I did an escape room a couple weeks ago. Um, (laughs) and we, like the, uh, the the GM who was working with us gave us like the little safety talk before or whatever. And there were like two very specific uh objects she pointed out in the room and were like, by the way, these don't move. You won't need to get inside these mm-hmm. ever. And I was like, oh, people have broken those before, huh? It's it's so funny hearing what specific instructions a uh, escape room person has to give. Yeah. Do not drink the water in the bowl. You will never have to you won't uh-huh. have to imbibe anything in our escape room, I assure you. <laughs> yeah, it was also so it was like a it was like a pirate themed room and it had like uh like netting across the ceiling and she was like, You will never need to take down this netting, I <laughs> promise. Uh one thing that I, I also wanna wanna bring up, um in just in regards to args as a whole, um, don't count out how helpful it is for an ARG to have a space to solve puzzles that is welcoming, inclusive, and fun to be in. I, yeah. I even if you if you're interested in an ARG and you're curious about what exists, um, but you don't think that you're able to solve puzzles in that way, a there are probably going to be some less technical puzzles along the way that you can solve. Uh, And B, there is value in being there to be around. A lot of ARG communities I know, um, you know, they'll have an off-topic channel or something where people can talk and hang out or just ways to chat, ways to stay engaged. You don't want an ARG solving room to just be, we are only solving puzzles. We will never discuss anything else. This is all we do here. That's not an ARG space I want to be in. And there is value in just being there and being a person who is uh, verbally giving out orange slices and Gatorade. Yeah, I mean, there. Yeah, and there and there's more to interacting with ARGs than just solving puzzles. I know Riley has said 
Uh, but like the way that they interact with ARGs is that they like, <laughs> they go in, they have one like really long conversation where they bother and import in an NPC as much as possible. And then they just never, <laughs> they just leave the ARG and never come back mm-hmm. <laughs> once they've gotten as much information as they can. <laughs> <laughs> ARGs take all kinds. And yeah. I, I, I wouldn't, I, this, I think that ARGs, can feel like an inherently uh, exclusive space. Exclusive is not the right word, but like an inherently, and it's kind of self-selecting and like it is easy to talk yourself out of joining an ARG. And I would encourage you not to. Yeah. Well, we got that general uh, question out of the way. We will be accepting those pretzels. Thank you very much. Um, but we do have a couple of questions that came in about Scream and Scary movies specifically. So, Marn, I've got an important question for you. Uh, Creek writes in and says, uh, what's your favorite moment in the screen movies? And or what is your favorite ghost face eats shit moment during the movies? Oh, man. Um, so he doesn't eat shit as often in the later movies. It's bullshit. And it's why I haven't seen him. <laughs> I, I watched all of them. Uh with with Alyssa kind of leading up to us uh us watching the new one and he he definitely there's not as much like physical comedy i would say <laughs> in the later ones like he still eats shit sometimes especially in in 2022 in the new one um mm-hmm. i do like in a in the first movie where he falls down the stairs like <laughs> that's yeah. one of the best ones to me oh also when is, uh when he gets hit in the face with the fr- the fridge door <laughs> yes 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 is so i have not engaged with the other scream movies but i have seen the uh the fan cam that goes around twitter every once in a while of ghost face yeah. eating shit i is the scene of him running down the stairs while i think a piano is falling down the stairs Am I safe to assume that that's from Scary Movie, not Scream? I'm, yeah, I'm 99.9% certain that's from Scary Movie. I'm counting it anyways. Because uh, I, when I think of Ghostface, I think of stairs. I think of him falling down the stairs in the first one. And I think of him running down the stairs as a piano chases him. So I'm going to go with that one. <laughs> there is a scene in, uh, I want to say two or three, where he's on the stairs and Sydney like pushes a cart that's like full of shit on top of him. <laughs> Hell yeah. (laughs) (sighs) And then I've got another question that comes in for you, Marn. Uh, Someone writes in and says, uh, Danny writes in and says, if you could make one horror media protagonist self-aware about being in a horror movie, who would it be? Ooh. I have an answer to this one. Um, I feel like every zombie movie protagonist is either self-aware to the point that it's really annoying or they have never heard of zombies before and we have to sit through them learning what a zombie is in real time (laughs) and i just want a character in a zombie film who knows and understands what is happening from the moment it starts without being absolutely insufferable that's a good one actually that's all i want I love a good zombie movie. I would love a good zombie movie. I'm trying to think of like what 
horror movie would instantly be elevated if the protagonist knew that they were in a horror movie. I think it'd be funny to start doing the scream thing, but like seven entries into a series. <laughs> okay, that's true. Like if Friday the 13th part eight, there was a guy that was just like, this is like those eight times that kids got murdered at Camp Crystal Lake. I'm probably mixing up the names, but you know what I mean. Like I, I if all of the kids are just like, fuck it. There have been five mass slashings that have happened at this camp. We're a group of teens that are going in like we're fucking commandos. We are ready to go into this place and take out whatever this weird thing in this camp is. Oh, I mean, you can't say confidently that they haven't done that because I don't think either of us has watched all of the Friday the 13th movies. I, I can't say it confidently, and I feel free to write in and tell me, but I do think it'd be like... The thing with slasher movies is that yeah, I just feel like they often run into a problem where it's just like, boy, eight groups of teens have been slaughtered at this camp. Better send my kids there. I I I'm I would love to see a group of self-selecting kids that are just like, it's time to fucking take Jason out. <laughs> okay, you know what? In this van, I would love to see a Saw protagonist who is aware that they're in a Saw movie. <laughs> 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 a song guy jigsaw starts coming in on his thing and he's just like no nah, i get it it's a this is a metaphor yeah okay um oh metaphorically yeah okay i gotta lose my hand here fine fuck it all right where's the cleaver i know you have a cleaver hidden here somewhere chop chop i don't have all day look i that wasn't supposed to be a pun. look can we just get this over with i'm tired exactly. jigsaw i had a long day at work and now I'm locked in your murder basement. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> yeah, I want to see a saw. I want. I want to see a saw protagonist who has already seen all of the saw movies. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, this one's more of a. This is my question of what the fuck. Um, uh, Rowan Bird Guy writes in and says, What horror movie fucked up guy would be most likely to trap someone in the TikTok eel pit? And I gotta say, I re downloaded TikTok just to do the uh, the bit at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> and was anyone ever gonna tell me that there was a guy on TikTok with an eel pit in his basement? <laughs> oh, yeah, were you not aware of the eel pit? No, no one told me about eel pit guy. It's it's very cool. So for for people who don't know, uh, the TikTok eel pit guy is um, this this guy on TikTok who has. Like, <laughs> Do you have to explain it? I feel like the TikTok eel pit guy kind of gets it across. I mean, there's there's some context. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It just for those of you that don't know, the TikTok eel pit guy is. Sorry, it, it tickled me. <laughs> so it's it's this guy who who lives in a in Kentucky who has a of course he fucking is <laughs> who has uh, like on his represent <laughs> on his property like under his garage is like a, a rainwater cistern that he he turned into an eel pond. That's so he it. didn't he he I mean he did intentionally flood his basement, but he didn't like grab a hose. 
Yeah, no, it's so he yeah, he didn't like intentionally flood like the basement of his house. It's Okay. Like it's a rainwater cistern that he has to like open a like a a manhole in the ground to like jump into. He and it's, looks, it's designed it looks to like be a horror with movie water. thing. I, yeah, it, lo- <laughs> it I, does I, look I like... I was on TikTok and I just see someone, you know, from a, a camera first point of view walking through his basement, opens a manhole cover and says, time to check out my eel pit. And I was like, Jesus Christ, I found the horror movie on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, it does look like just like a, a, a pit. <laughs> like That is what it looks like. And I I think the first time I saw a video, I was like, is he just, like, r- like in the sewers? Like, where is this man? <laughs> um, and, then, and then I watched one of, of his where he was like, yeah, it's, like, it's on my property. Like, I found this, like, completely unused cistern, and I decided to turn it into a little aquarium. Cool. I, I do think it's cool. I highly recommend looking up videos of, of the eel pit. I... <laughs> I'm gonna give a hot take that uh, uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give a hot take that is sure to enrage certain members of our audience. I think TikTok is actively what Tumblr people tell you Tumblr used to be. People were like, "Man, old school Tumblr used to be used to be wild. It was a, so many f- weird people. There was you had the guy that stole bones and shit. That's just that's every day on TikTok. They're not even guys at this point. People are just like, "Oh, did you see the TikToks about the eel pit? Yeah." <laughs> I I do think it really depends on how you like curate your TikTok recommendations though. I hate TikTok. I hate the way that people talk about it like like they're taking care of a fucking bonsai tree. I agree. You've got to snip each individual leaf to be like, ah, only the finest thirst trap show up on my feed. <laughs> there is a guy who uh I, I follow on TikTok. I only check TikTok like a couple times a week, but I, I do follow a guy who uh his whole page is like he doesn't he's never liked a single video on TikTok or like interacted with a single video and he just puts up like he uh like copies of like wild shit that comes onto his feed because the algorithm <laughs> doesn't know what to show him. It's like when you uh when you block all the promoted tweets, eventually you just uh-huh. get like the wild shit that people are promoting. <laughs> yeah. Oh hell yeah. Well, now that we've cemented our age by complaining about TikTok for a while. <laughs> what do you say we get into the Scream 5 TikTok ARG? Yeah. A sentence let's scientifically do it. engineered to make me feel old. Yeah. Um so this the doc I'm using for this ARG is actually by uh Creek who sent us a, a question this week. So that's fun. Thank you. Yeah. Um I think I think Creek was also the one who sent it to our email. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for t- putting this document together and thank, sending thank it to us. Thank you for being very thank pushy. You, Creek. <laughs> it is paid off. <laughs> well, it, it was sent to our email like a while ago. I think probably like last year. And I, I saved it because I knew that we were going to, we had promised to watch the movie. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. So the Scream 2022 TikTok ARG uh, took place starting in uh, December 2021, actually. Um, There was a Facebook group, um, like a a Scream fan Facebook group, uh, and I believe some, like, horror movie sites 
uh, got a uh, a postcard from them. It was called the Woodsboro Horror Horror Film Club. Okay. Um, that was a Facebook group, and then some um some like horror reporting sites like Bloody Disgusting uh got postcards from from this group. Uh, that said, greetings from Woodsboro on the front and on the back. It said, thanks for supporting Woodsboro Horror Film Club. Can't wait to see you next time you're in town. Sarah and Ash. P.S. We got a new TikTok. Follow us at 2 Brash Sarah for the latest on all things Woodsboro Horror and Film. Hmm. And obviously people were like, oh yeah, this is probably for the new Scream movie that's coming out <laughs> in January. <laughs> Um, and so there was also a QR code on the front of the postcard that led to the TikTok, um, which I believe still exists. I'd be surprised if they deleted it. Yeah, it still exists. Um, and there were also uh, capitalized letters in the TikTok username uh, that spelled out stab if you rearranged them. So that's fun. Ah, cute. Yeah. Stab is the the fake movie that they made. Scream so they turned Scream into a fake movie <laughs> called Stab in Universe, right? Yes. Am I remember that right? Okay. Yeah, the third Scream movie, I think, is either the third or the fourth, is like takes place on the set of, of one of the stab movies. Okay. Um so yeah, so the first so this uh these postcards started like arriving and uh being reported on on December 13th. Um the first couple videos were already up on the TikTok. Um they were uploaded on uh December 8th, 7th through the 11th. Um and they were just kind of like introductory TikToks of Sarah and Ash. Um Sarah like introduces herself and talks about how Stab is her favorite movie. Um, she talks about how like this is her old TikTok and she doesn't use her or this is her new TikTok and she doesn't use her old one anymore. Um, and she calls it a spiritual reboot of her TikTok. Ah. <laughs> um, and says that she had to move accounts because she had a stalker on her old account. Um, you are introduced to Ash through the TikTok. Uh, they do like a TikTok best friends challenge, uh, where they talk about horror movies, um, and how, uh, Ash would be the one to die first, but Sarah would be the final girl. Um, are, and then <laughs> I, so I know that we are, we're talking about the new movie today. Are these characters in the movie? They are not. Okay. I bet we're about to find out why, but okay. <laughs> uh, they talk about like their, their favorite kills in slasher movies. Um, and then on the 11th, uh, Sarah, upload Sarah uploaded a very short TikTok uh, saying that she thinks it's happening again. Oh, no. I will link it to you. It's really funny that like, it's happening again is kind of the tagline of Scream, even though it like it sounds like a line that should be said with the biggest eye roll imaginable. Yeah. Like, it's happening again. 
I will say, um, watching the other TikToks that, like, happened before they got into plot stuff, like, are, it's kind of convincing that they're, like, normal TikTok user teens, and then as soon as you get to that one, it's like, oh no, you're an actor. (laughs) Yeah, uh uh-huh, yeah, I was watching that video, I was like, boy, they, the more things change, the more things stay the same when it comes to YouTube ARGs. I'm getting, uh, like, Lonely Girl flashbacks where I'm just like, ah, Yeah. yeah, you're definitely an actor pretending to be, no, no, I'm a legit TikTok account, I swear. Yeah, like, I'm watching the Best Friends Challenge one, and it's like, okay, I would believe that, like, these are these are real teenagers. But as soon as you get to the part where they're just, like, clearly reading dialogue into the camera, it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've stopped being convincing to me. <laughs> Although in this one, they're mostly just, like interacting with the the little voiceover lady and not saying things which might have something to do with it yeah well and it's one of the things where like in this one they say who's seen stab the most times and so it's like ah this is clearly fake then okay Mm because we're referencing fake movies like canonical fake movies not just making shit up right now yeah so the so the next tiktok uh that came out was on December 13th, the day that the the postcards were being delivered and reported on. Um, And they talk about how Ghostface might be back. Um, And there's like a lot of rumors going around. Um, And they they basically like summarize the the previous Scream movies. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, okay, here's what happened during the original Ghostface murders. And also... Here's the killers from the other Scream movies, but they're all dead. <laughs> Last um, time on Scream. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then they're like, but we're going to investigate and find out who the new ghost is. Follow our hashtag. <laughs> Didn't realize that also- we actually watched Scream 6 and that Scream 5 took place on TikTok. Yeah. Also, in this TikTok, they're, like, showing photos that are supposedly of, like, the the original cast of, uh, of Scream that are supposedly just, like, f- newspaper photos, but they're very obviously just, like, stills from the movie that someone ran a black and white <laughs> photo of. That's a grayscale photo of Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Yeah. <laughs> It's really good. <laughs> God, that's that's my least favorite thing. You see it in like actual ass movies where they're just like, time to make a VHS footage, and it's just a regular mm-hmm. digital shot with like yep. uh brown scale over it. They're like, this is what VHS looked like, right? Anyways, yeah. we got a budget of millions of dollars to make this. <laughs> God. Um, so yeah, so they're like, so follow our hashtag to stay in the loop as we investigate the murders. <laughs> um, and then on the 14th, uh, Sarah posted a TikTok uh, saying that she's been reviewing all of the other like murders that have happened in Woodsboro and that she's... She's put together some like consistencies across the the different ghost face murders. Um 
And she says that, like, these murders are never random. The killer is always a friend or associate of the people they kill. Um, she won't identify who in town was attacked because that would obviously spoil the movie. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, her and Ash start, um, identifying friends of the victim, um, and showing, like, promotional photos of the cast of the new movie. <laughs> <laughs> Again, they're like supposedly yearbook photos, but they're super obviously <laughs> like a bunch of them are super obviously screen caps from the movie. And it's just their acting headshots. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny that they are they're doing a video-based ARG to promote a movie where they cannot actually talk about the plot of the movie beyond the basics of hey. Ghostface is back again, which is just a no shit. There's a new Scream movie. Um, we can't tell you who he attacked. We can't tell you why he's back. We can't do anything about it. And we're not in the movie. So with yeah. the, with those caveats in place for how you can set up this arg, they're nailing it. Yeah, I mean... They're, they're, they're nailing it, but they're also like, we're going to sit here and read you the, the bios of everyone who's actually in the movie. This is, I'm actually, I know I was just talking a good game. Uh, I'm actually going to sue because this is just them doing a Scream-centric Wikipedia. They're just <laughs> reading the Wikipedia summary of each of the Scream movies True. into TikTok. That's how TikTok oh. is, a vile hub of stolen content. True. Uh, they also uploaded another TikTok uh, a couple days later confirming that uh, two of the characters are uh, the niece and nephew of Randy from the original from the original Scream, mm. which you find out in the movie, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I wish that in the middle of these videos, they just, like, dropped a random thirst trap. <laughs> Like if they really wanted this so to feel good. legit, in the same uh-huh. in the same way that Lonely Girl would occasionally do, like we're gonna do the cinnamon challenge or whatever, like was going around YouTube at the time. I feel like they've got to do like shitty TikTok trends in the middle of them talking about the Ghostface Killer. I agree, or like at the at the very least, like they should have made the videos like Sarah doing her makeup while talking about the murders. <laughs> yeah like yeah it's just a it's a makeup haul where she says i didn't stay out very long because a, mur- a masked murderer is running around our town and there's a curfew in effect yeah but anyways i did make a sephora run and these are what i got and then she does the like weird hand sign to let your camera focus on the lipstick you know what i'm talking about uh-huh. like because there's also like a genre on tiktok of like people doing their nails or makeup or whatever while talking about like stories from their life or like true crime stories and i feel like they could have gotten away with that and been really convincing actually what they should have done is uh them them reading off um them they 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 should have the text-to-speech voice telling me about a murder that took place in their Uh town 12 uh years ago and in the background they should be playing the oh no oh no oh no 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 sound we're doing TikTok dances. We're, we're making better Scream TikToks than Scream did. Call well, us. I think, <laughs> I think all this means is that we have to make a TikTok arc. Call us to make your ARG. 
<laughs> Hire us to write your TikTok arg for you. <laughs> I'm 30. I know what the kids are into. <laughs> yeah, because the next video is uh, Sarah showing off her, her bookstore haul. And she's like, yeah, I got these books that were written by Sydney Prescott and Gail Weathers. And it made me realize that these were actually real murders that happened that people had to live through. <laughs> yeah, you gotta throw a Raylo in there. You gotta throw a book that used to be <sighs> fanfiction in that mix. Oh my god. <laughs> um, so the, Do the, the next trend. TikTok- <laughs> people talk about book haul and they pull out these two books. Pull out these and then you show the Sydney Prescott books. Easy peasy. This is easy shit. It's so easy. Uh, anybody making a tiktok energy hire us to write it call me i'm hip <laughs> we know what the teens are about um so the the next video went up on december 20th which was the uh 25th anniversary of the original scream movie uh which is also in universe the 25th anniversary of the original murders mm. um and ash has gotten sarah a stab movie poster uh, for the occasion, um, and Sarah mentions that there is going to be a special screening of Stab on January 14th, which is the release date of the new Scream movie, uh, and that she is going uh, to it and taking Ash with her. They should set up a second account that does a ghost face <laughs> call out TikTok, and oh then they should God. make the real account do at that and just kind of like nod and point as the person making good points. Yeah, <laughs> that would be really good. This is this is all I'm going to be doing the rest of this episode is is figuring out what a what a scream TikTok ARG should be. No, I'm with you. I like this. Um, Sarah also mentions that she doesn't think that uh, the new killings are involved with Sydney Gale or Dewey at all, um, but that they might have something to do with the anniversary of the original killings. Interesting. If that's the case, why are they going to be in the movie? huh Hmm. interesting um the next the next day uh sarah put up another tiktok uh saying that uh they now had uh her and ash now have an email that people can email evidence to which was stop the stab at gmail.com hell yeah um and asked for people to email any uh useful footage they found um, and if you emailed them, uh, you get an email back uh, that was an auto response that said, thanks for supporting our efforts to hashtag save Woodsboro. Clues can be hidden anywhere and your information might help us unmask the killer. Sarah and Ash at Two Brash Sarah. Um, and there was a little picture in their signature of a, uh, of like a, a knife with a, a, like a caution, like a no sign around it. <laughs> <laughs> you're in the dock you see it <laughs> weirdly well textured blood in this image yeah and if you clicked on it it uh it opened up an online steganography site we're two for two in uh, our past couple episodes on steganography stuff damn um where you could input a png file uh, and if you saved the little uh, knife image and then uploaded it to the steganography site, it linked you to a Google Drive folder. 
Okay. Um, and the folder was called Save Woodsboro. Uh, and it had um, a bunch of folders in it. Uh, camera roll, Sam and Richie, Stop the Stab Submissions, Tonight with Gil Weathers, Vince, and Yearbook. Um, and that... So at first, all that gave the players was access to all of the um, quote-unquote yearbook photos, which were like the promotional photos of the new Scream cast. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also gave them access to uh, Sarah's camera roll, um, which had even more new pictures of the new cast that are very obviously just movie stills (laughs) i love it when movie production companies try to pass that off because it's i mean you know what do you have you have a copy of the movie to work with right or maybe even not even that just like a test cut or just like whatever the trailer house got even like and your job is to make an ad campaign about that where they're just like here's a (laughs) photograph shot in a shot as an mp4 like i don't know how to (laughs) Um, yeah, something something I will say that uh, that Cloverfield did right was they they didn't actually use any like stills from the movie or the uh, or the trailer in like the MySpace pages or anything mm-hmm. to my recollection. Like yeah. they just used different photos of the actors. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, <laughs> so on December twenty second, uh, Ash and Sarah talk about their first. Uh, stop the stab submission uh, that they've gotten where um, a man has submitted them a TikTok positing that Randy from the original movie isn't actually dead and is the killer. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Sarah and Ash are like, no, that's stupid. Um, but then the submission shows like, outdoor footage of like a city street at night and you can see someone like move past the camera in like a a black outfit um and and the guy who submitted said that it was from like his aunt's house in woodsboro okay um and sarah and ash are like no this is fake goodbye (laughs) 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 this is absolutely fake Um, the next video that goes up on the 23rd is actually of one of the characters from the movie. It is a video of Wes from the new, uh, Scream movie. (laughs) The the TikTok itself is, is, uh, is called Sus Thinking Face. (laughs) (laughs) Wes is the, uh, the friend who's the sheriff's son, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it's it's a TikTok of him uh, talking about how he like doesn't know if his friends are really his friends anymore, and he thinks that people should arm themselves and be prepared because there's like a killer in town. Um, and Ash doesn't think that Wes is the killer because Ash is like, well, he's telling people to be prepared for the killer and like to arm themselves that would be pretty stupid if he's the killer (laughs) um but sarah thinks that maybe he's just trying to throw off suspicion Mm. i also like that this video is very clearly 
they handed this actor a phone and asked him to film this in like 30 seconds between takes. <laughs> yeah, someone someone in the comments says that the reason they, they say they probably don't show his hair because he's already dyed it back after this movie. Yeah. And I'm curious if, if it's even that much just like, hey, can you like film this five second thing for us? And he's like, great, let me like put it just past my hairline. <laughs> it's also like he's in a completely dark room, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I think is probably because he's just like on set. <laughs> right. He's he's locked in the murder basement with uh with with Jigsaw. Yeah. Um, and then on December 24th, uh, Sarah and Ash, uh, uploaded another submission they'd gotten to the Gmail that was a night vision photo someone had caught of Ghostface, like, moving through their backyard. (laughs) (laughs) This one is really funny because it looks like a Bigfoot photo. (laughs) Hell yeah. That's how all footage of of Ghostface should be. (laughs) It's literally, like, I think... Hold on, I'll send this to you. It looks like they they like photoshop someone in dark clothes moving really fast and then like photoshop the ghost face mask over top of that and like put a blur effect on it. Absolutely, that's a hundred percent what they did here. <laughs> and it's even <laughs> the mask is even circled <laughs> Uh huh. photo. So it looks good. like a YouTube thumbnail. It's really fucking funny. <laughs> Can we make this the thumbnail for the episode? <laughs> <laughs> I need you, uh, yeah, after we're done recording, if you send me uh, your best, um, like, YouTube pog face. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> um, so so they, they show off this photo and they ask the players to uh to figure out how tall uh the person in the photo is that's actually (laughs) really funny because there are people that do that on tiktok and it weirds me out yeah the this document says even though it didn't end up mattering people from the discord server people from the discord server vehemence which is an arg discord server Mm -hmm. uh Worked on this one and came to the conclusion that Ghostface was roughly around five foot ten. It was a bit difficult because the figure is crouched and we didn't know how tall the fence was. The height was eventually calculated by taking the exact length of the mask and using that to calculate the length of the different parts of the body. Uh, I could have also come to the conclusion that Ghostface is roughly five foot ten. Because that is the average height of a male in the United States of America. <laughs> I could have did that one for you in 15 seconds. Good job, vehemence. Really put in the elbow grease on that one. Damn, roughly five foot ten, huh? Oh, man. Hashtag Behemoth. medium-sized king ghost face. Behemoth, folks, if you're listening, you're great. That is really fucking funny, though. (laughs) God, you... you, you. (laughs) Okay, so here, I'm I'm looking at the documentation here. (laughs) 
the height estimate is in the ballpark for one of the characters in the movie who's six foot one based off the actor's height. The other killer is five foot three. That's that's wrong then. If you're three inches off guessing someone's height, you're way wrong. To be fair, he is kind of crouching in the photo. Well, I'm just saying. They put in a lot of work for a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I I assume also that's probably just like a random guy that they had on set who they got to run through a backyard. Uh-huh, uh-huh, absolutely. <laughs> like, it's, it's absolutely not one of those actors. They just, like, mm-hmm. put an intern in a... <laughs> In a blanket. Yeah, spoiler alert, he's too busy filming the boys. He wasn't out doing this. Yeah. (laughs) They just tossed a blanket over somebody. (laughs) Said Crouch. Need you to sneak a little bit. Oh my god. And then they photoshopped the mask on top. This is a perfect image. (laughs) (laughs) So what Uh. comes next? So on December 27th, uh, a new video was uploaded, uh, and it had more photos of the main cast in it and photos of the, like, returning legacy cast, like, uh, Sydney and Dewey and Gail, uh, and it's just basically Ash and Sarah, like, commenting on all of these photos of the main cast. (laughs) (laughs) As if they're not like being being paid to show everybody these movie stills. Mm-hmm. Uh and uh Sarah is shocked that Sydney has come back to Woodsboro. Um they show the hashtag and uh none of those photos were uh were uploaded to the Google Drive <laughs> afterwards. Um, but they were like yeah, here's here's pictures of the cast at the crime scene. They they all seem very suspicious. <laughs> Please watch our movie. <laughs> I you know I'm gonna take a different approach. You know what we should have done to advertise Scream? What? You just get an actor who can do a good uh-huh. ghost face voice. Ah and you just have them duet videos once or twice a day and just threaten people okay i think you've cracked it and then if your account gets blocked you just make a new one it's a tiktok account doesn't need to come from paramount official or whatever i think you're Frankly, right it shouldn't it should come from a non-user 8176532 and then you get uh-huh. polygon to write up a thing that's like why the fuck is ghostface going on tiktok and threatening people is this real <laughs> I think you're right. Call us. Um, call us. Hey, Paramount, call us. Let's make sure it's Paramount before we start. Because I just said... It is, right? It is Paramount. Okay, I just said a random yeah. studio. So I, <laughs> <laughs> we promise we'll get your studio right if you call us. Or oh if we're making stuff threatening, we'll just say hi. This is TriStar Official. <laughs> Oh man! So then, on uh, on December twenty eighth, uh, Sarah and Ash start showing photos of the characters in the movie, and are like, "Could these people match up to the height of of our security camera photo of Ghostface?" <laughs> <laughs> he seems like he's six feet tall. <laughs> this guy seems roughly five oh. ten. Yeah. 
then on the 29th, uh, Sarah shows everyone a video of Sam, who's the main character in the new Scream movie, uh, saying that there's something wrong in Woodsboro and that she doesn't know that she who she can trust. I I might have missed part of this. How does the cast relate to the people on TikTok? They don't. <laughs> and so how are the TikTok people getting these videos? It's implied that they're just getting them off of the the main cast's like social media pages that don't actually exist anywhere where the players can access them. <laughs> okay, so there's a there's supposedly secret accounts where Sam and the rest are posting TikToks about like, boy, I sure hate living in the town with Ghostface running around. And then they're just Correct. like, it looks like Sam Carpenter said she hates living in a town with the ghost face. Yep. Is there a chance that she's a ghost face? Yep. Okay. <laughs> That's basically all it is. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then on December 30th, uh, Sarah and Ash post a video saying that the official Woodsboro Horror Film Club hoodies have arrived. Um, and that they are going to give out some of the extra hoodies to, uh, to participants in the little ARG. Okay. I like getting a hoodie. I agree. I think more ARG should give out hoodies. ARG should be, like, a good bar mitzvah where you get a t-shirt or a hoodie or a pair of sweatpants at the end. Do you get hoodies at bar mitzvahs? Oh, yeah. Did you not know that? No, I should have had a bar mitzvah. Damn. <laughs> a lot of bar mitzvahs. So most bar mitzvahs do like a like some kind of party favor. And like a lot of them will do like themed T-shirts or like sweatshirts or or sweatpants with just like the person's name. And like I went to so-and-so's bar mitzvah. I went to Marn last name's bar mitzvah and all I got was this stupid hoodie. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I don't remember what mine was, um, but I, I still do have, like, pairs of sweatpants that are just, like, I went to this person's room mitzvah and have, like, a little, like, logo related to whatever the theme was. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, I think ARG should do that, too. <laughs> we didn't really do that with, like, I'm trying to think if there's any comparable thing in the Protestant church. So I think, like, confirmation? Yeah. But all we got for that was shame, so... <laughs> but cool. That's cool that people get hoodies. Yeah. And 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 I think the ARG should do that, too. You should mm-hmm. get... After you play an ARG, you should get, like, a t-shirt or a pair of sweatpants that are, like, I played I Love Bees, and they have little bees on the side. You should get a badge, like a, like a Pokemon gym. Yeah. You defeat Ghostface, you should get a little Ghostface badge. I agree. <laughs> so anyway, they gave out these hoodies. Um, and then they uh, they posted another TikTok on uh, December 31st. Uh, Ash reacts to a theory that someone from the Stab movies uh, might be involved in the murders. Um, and then Sarah... 
Oh, it's the same guy from the first theory. It's the same guy that they're they're just paying to make these bad theories. Okay. Um, and then Sarah comes in with a ghost face mask and jump scares Ash while he's watching this theory. <laughs> I was curious if you could find this uh this hoodie like online somewhere, and it looks like everyone has a knockoff Woodsboro ho- uh, Film Club just hoodie knockoff that you can just buy. They're everywhere. Oh my god. Well, that's fun. <laughs> um, then on January 1st, uh, Sarah uploads a new theory video uh, talking about the legacy cast as suspects and uh, talking about how like some of the teens are uh, connected to each other and like talking about how some of them are dating and okay so i have a question how does sarah know all of these teens drama i like imagining that this is a west elm caleb situation where someone made a video and then things got way out of hand (laughs) this is just like stepping outside of this is an ad campaign for for scream this is a TikTok account dedicated to looking at different teens in my community and accusing them of being the ghost face killer. Yeah. Based on just like the vibes. Yeah. Which does like, well, feel like it would happen on TikTok. It does absolutely. But she's also like, well, I know that Sam used to be Wes's babysitter and I know that Chad and Liv are dating. It's like, some of this is definitely stuff that you could know from just like going to high school with them Uh but some of it is like oh you've how do you know this information sarah i wonder if (laughs) if uh i wonder if woodsboro is like a weirdly connected town just based on the fact that like every three years someone pops off and starts stabbing people i wonder if In a town, that means that, like, you do not meet your neighbors. Or maybe it means, like, the best defense is to know everything I possibly could about my neighbors. Mmm, interesting. It's just a... I would accept that. A panopticon town. I would accept that as a theory, yeah. Um, (laughs) so then on, uh, January 2nd, uh, Sarah uploads a video of Chad, one of, uh, Randy's nephews nieces uh from the movie uh and it's him saying that everyone should put a tracking app on their phone so that they can keep track of each other (laughs) sarah thinks this is a terrible idea panopticon town (laughs) they don't trust each other because each of the other one could be the ghost face killer you never know in this town (laughs) yeah sarah's about to jump out of her house and be like what do you want with me come and get me (laughs) yeah and sarah's like no this is a terrible idea what are you talking about um it's at this point that i'm noticing having watched three of these that all of the videos of the main cast are absolutely shot in the same house (laughs) (laughs) they all have the same backdrop i i'm pretty sure they were trying to hide it in the first one by just turning out all the lights (laughs) have you read there's this is a little off topic. There's a really good article called The American Room or something like that. 
that is about how maybe social media has given rise of like looking inside of American houses and rooms in a way that didn't exist before, like in on such a wide scale before like YouTube and TikTok and such. Like the example, oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, I it found it. From, yeah, it pulled from like uh, like Lonely Girl 15 and stuff like that, which I really mm. interesting article, but yeah, it is funny looking at me and like. That's the same house. And I can tell this now. I know how to study walls. Yeah. It's not even just the same house. It's like they're all filmed in like the same, just like blank, white, undecorated hallway. (laughs) (laughs) There's like a plant in the background of this one, but that's it. (laughs) And you can tell that they're trying to disguise it because in like... In in the one with Wes, the lights are all out, and in the one with Sam, she's like actively walking around. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, oh no, these are all filmed on the same set. <laughs> uh, on January fifth, uh, Sarah uploaded a TikTok that said, "We need to have a talk about the things you all send me." Um, it showed a bunch of submissions that people had sent of just like themselves in ghost face masks. <laughs> and just like fake security videos of of them getting killed by Ghostface I mean you had that in the original Scream too of people like running around being like look I'm the Ghostface yeah exactly Um, (laughs) and the description of that video had a string of letters and numbers in it uh, that people identified as the end of a URL, um, and they found that it was the end of a bit.ly link uh, that led to a forum where you could put your uh, shipping information in order to get a hoodie. Cool. Yeah. Um, the next TikTok was also uploaded on the 5th, um, but this one was different. It was um, Sarah duetting a video that was apparently by Ghostface um, th- that was taken of from outside Ash's house of Ash inside the house. Um, and Sarah's like, hey, this isn't funny. Like, why are you doing this? Um, and Ghostface is like, I know about your investigation. I'm very impressed by you. <laughs> <laughs> You're almost good enough to be a main character. <laughs> Almost. Um, What's your favorite the... scary TikTok? <laughs> and then on the sixth, um, Sarah uploaded uh, a TikTok of her reacting to a uh, a Gale Weathers segment where she's just like, "Gale Weathers sucks. I hate her." <laughs> Yo, fuck Gale Weathers. <laughs> she's literally like. Would it really surprise anyone if Gail Weathers turned out to be the murderer? All my homies hate Gail Weathers. <laughs> She's only stopped uh, six different ghost face stabbings. Yeah. Oh man. Um, and then in the uh, in the drive that in the Google Drive that people had found, um, people found that they could access that whole um Gail Weathers segment. Uh, that was basically just a, a recap of all the previous Scream movies. Um, and it showed a little bit of new footage from from the new movie. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then on the 6th, later in the day, Sarah uploaded a TikTok 
uh, saying that she was really worried because she couldn't get a hold of Ash. Uh, and she showed a picture from her camera roll. Uh, it was the last picture that Ash had sent her. Um, and it was a selfie just of him taking a, taking a photo of himself with a little peace sign. Um, and she uploaded it into the drive. Um, and she said, like, oh, maybe there's something in, like, the location data that I should be looking for. Um, and people searched, like, the metadata and stuff, and they couldn't find anything. And then they finally ran it through uh, the steganography decoder, uh, and they got a image of the ghost face mask. That's cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everyone was like, uh-oh. Uh, they they started contacting Sarah. They were like, hey, you should probably try to find Ash and also to call his parents. Um, <laughs> and then on the 7th, she uploaded a TikTok saying that Ash still has uh, been talking to her and like begging him to call her, basically. Uh, and that she's really worried about uh, him. At this point, all the players are like, well, he's dead, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I love this idea that there are just two regular people that Ghostface killed that are not acknowledged at all in the movie. It's really good. Ghostface went on a well-documented rampage and then along the way took out two people who were posting on TikTok about him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming. They, who knows? They might survive. I'm just assuming at this point. It is really funny. You're right. <laughs> so then uh later on the 7th uh sarah uploads again and says she's finally gotten a call from ash um but it's just like a bunch of weird noise and she plays it on the tiktok and she also uploaded it to the drive um and people uh figured out that it was a spectrogram puzzle and um that if you ran it through a spectrogram, it gave you an image of the ghost face mask. Um, and the image and the audio file that had been uploaded to the drive was also a little bit longer than the one on the TikTok and had audio of ghost face at the end asking, Are you sure I'm Ash? Uh oh. Yeah. You will be when I'm done with you. <laughs> uh, and then on the ninth, uh, Sarah responded to everyone emailing her about the spectrogram and was like hey thank you all for trying to help uh also stop sending me this stuff it's scary (laughs) 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 like like good job but also stop telling me that a killer has kidnapped my best friend that's too scary (laughs) This was funny when I was looking at it from afar, but now that this has come near, um, this is uh, real problematic. Yeah. So then on the 10th, uh, Sarah uploaded another video uh, just saying that she uh, still isn't heard from Ash. Uh, This is like really weird behavior. He wouldn't ghost her like this and she's really worried about him. Hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the subtitles also say Ash is like glass, which people thought was uh, a hint or a puzzle or ghost face holding her hostage. And then they were like, no, that's probably just a weird turn of phrase, meaning that Ash is fragile. (laughs) (laughs) 
I've heard like your ass is glass before. Hmm. Like it's a it, it it it's it's not a well used phrase, but it is a phrase of like they're fucking dead. I thought it was your ass is grass. Am I just transposing the two? I feel like maybe. Hey Andrew, uh if you could cut that, that'd be great. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, so then on the 11th, uh, Sarah has finally gotten a text from Ash, uh, who says he was grounded for- and couldn't use his phone. <laughs> <sighs> More teen media should include a character becoming entirely unreachable because they get grounded for something stupid. Just. I agree. Oh, uh, it's chef's kiss. Yeah, he talked back to his mom, and that means that we don't get to progress the plot for a week. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> More teen media needs to do that. Um, yeah, Archie can't be in this and- episode of Riverdale because he's grounded. <laughs> oh, for like plot-related reasons? No, he just he was rude to his dad, and his dad had a tough day at work, and so he's grounded now. <laughs> oh, they should do that at Riverdale. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Um, so Ash texts Sarah and says, like, sorry, I'm grounded, whatever. Uh, he also asks if Sarah is free the next day to go to a party and says that he's figured out the identity of Ghostface. Well, good. Nothing bad ever happens at parties while Ghostface is around. Yeah. Uh, he sends Sarah a video, uh, about how there's gonna be a big party soon, and Sarah tells everyone on TikTok that, uh... She thinks that this is actually Ash because apparently his parents are actually like that and they do ground him a lot. Um, (laughs) And she says that she's going to go live on TikTok at 5 PST the next day um, and and go to the party. Uh, And nobody except for Sarah believes that this was actually Ash. They were like, this is definitely a trap. (laughs) (laughs) I've been grounded, Uh, (laughs) but it's okay. I'll get back up soon. Um, And Sarah was like, there's extra, like, there's extra admission tickets to the party available. There's a link in my bio. And it was just a a website where you could get early tickets for, uh, for Scream. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the live stream, uh, was just Sarah walking to the party, like talking to chat uh, talk. She talks a little bit about like her and Ash's friendship and how they've known each other since they were ten. Um, and she gets to the house, and then of course Ghostface is there, and the stream cuts off. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh, and then on the twelfth, the next day, uh, there was kind of like an abbreviated version of the live stream. Uh, posted to the TikTok uh, for people who had missed the live stream uh, and it was captioned, can't wait to see Ash! <laughs> <laughs> and that was the uh, that was the end. <laughs> Watching this live stream now, I want to see the ghost face. Where's the ghost face? Show me the boy. I think if you, if you, uh, if you open up the, the actual TikTok, I'm pretty sure ghost face is in that one. Okay. I think so, at least. Oh, yeah. He's in there. All right. And then that's it? That's it. That's I, it. I will say, 
I love when a like promotional ARG has to kill off uh the characters in it because they don't exist in the source material. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. the only way they can figure out to like <laughs> <laughs> to not make it matter. Mm-hmm. This like, arg, yeah. I so I'm looking at the actual TikTok now. The arg literally ends with just like Ghostface coming up behind her and just like stabbing her and then turning off her phone and that's it. The end. God. Well, fun. Yeah, I do love with to with what you're saying. I do love it when your ARG has to end with like. And then we've eliminated all of the characters in the ARG, so the fact that they they exist never messes with any of the timeline or ever comes up again in any other supplemental material. I think, I think that like there are args that have pulled it off, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think that it is always deeply silly. When they do it. Yeah, there's only so well you can do it. Yeah. Like, obviously, I think I Love Bees did it the best. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, ending your ARG with, and then the planet died, is a much stronger than just, like, and then our protagonist gets stabbed. Especially when you've spent, like, a year, like, building up these characters. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's so few random deaths that truly feel impactful and being at the very end of an ARG can't really pull off that kind of impact because you need to know the fallout and the fallout is just our discord server ended mm-hmm. right like there's no it's very hard to carry that off yeah well hell yeah <laughs> Now that we know how the movie was advertised, do we want to finally make good on our threat from Extra Life last year on a different network to watch Scary Movie? Not Yeah, no, hold on. To watch Scream 5? Yeah, let's do it. Hell yeah. Did you re-watch Scream for this? Uh, no. I, okay. I'm just trusting that I'll remember. I watched it a couple months ago. <laughs> I watched this one right before we were going to record the first time, so I have a fairly fresh idea of the plot of this movie. Um, But going in, what did you think overall about the movie? I So, okay, I I will say, Alyssa and I watched um, three and four leading up to it, because neither of us had actually seen three or four, Okay, Um, and I was like, we should probably watch them. So we watched... I, we, we only watched them, like, a couple weeks ac- apart, and this wasn't, like, back when it came out. This was, like, a couple months ago, too, mm-hmm. um, so fairly recently. Um, and I did like it better than three or four. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I have only seen this and Scream 1. I think, I, I think that you would like Scream 2. 2 is very good. I enjoyed 2 a lot. Okay, from from what I understand, like I, I've seen one. I know the vibe of the Scream franchise. Scream One is about it's a horror movie about kids that know about horror movies. So like Yes. Number one is about horror movies. Number two is about horror sequels. Number three is about horror reboots. 
Um, I think so. And then like four is about like four. Four is about remakes, and then five is about like legacy sequels. Mm-hmm. Is that just like generally where we're at in the? This yeah. is this is the kind of movie kids are going to be talking about in the movie you're watching. Yeah, I I'm pretty sure you're right. Okay, yeah, because this movie has it has a scream plot about characters that are connected to characters from the original killings, mm-hmm. and then it also brings back Gail Rivers and Sidney Prescott and Dewey to like just be in the movie. I. Yeah. Yeah, they're just kind of here. That's kind of how Scream 4 was, like, in my opinion, too. Um, Because Scream 2 is, like, Sydney's in college, so it's a very natural, like, continuation of the original movie. And then Scream 3 is, like, about the cast of, like, it it mostly takes place on the set of Stab. Um, Okay. And then 4 is just, like, Sydney is just kind of there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> okay gotcha. like it's it's about like her cousin and her cousin's friends and also sydney is there okay fun yeah that sounds like a, a reboot sequel ish thing yeah yeah okay so the the general plot of this movie the first thing that they do they open with a they open with like you know the scream scene there's a girl mm-hmm. alone at home just kind of hanging out. She gets a call. I think it's a text to start in this one uh, where she's texting her friend, And it turns out that the text turns into a call because she's actually talking to Ghostface. Um, she accidentally lets Ghostface into the house. They fight. Is this the first time that a first girl survives their encounter with Ghostface? I think so. Okay. So, yeah, she's left alive and is in the hospital, which is a departure from the series which i thought was kind of a neat it was kind of like oh they're, they haven't done this one yet they haven't they haven't landed here yet <laughs> yeah i thought I, I yeah i thought that was fun uh and then this movie follows a general scream plot except about uh her her sister who has like come back into town to um you know take care of her sister after she's been in the hospital uh so mm-hmm. her sister uh What's the for Tara's the girl that gets attacked. Her sister Sam comes back into town with her boyfriend, uh, who has a name, but I'm just gonna call him Huey, because um, he plays Huey in The Boys, and that's all I can think about when I look at the guy. Oh my god, you're right. Yeah, it's that actor. Yeah. Have you? Uh, this is weirdly off topic. Have you seen? There's a music video that Clearance Clearwater Revival put out for Have You Ever Seen the Rain? But they put it out in 2018. No, I haven't. It stars. What? It stars him and Aaron Moriarty, the girl that plays Starlight. Oh my god! So it's it's a Clearance Clearwater revival music video that looks like a boys' AMV. That's crazy. I stumbled. It was randomly given to me on YouTube one day, and I was like, "Yeah, have you ever seen the rain? That's a good song. I'll listen to this." And I popped on the video, and I was just like. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Holy shit. Um, but yeah, I can't look at this guy and not think of uh, little baby Huey from uh, from uh, from the boys. So Sam, her <laughs> boyfriend, Huey, uh, they meet a bunch of the high school friends who are just like, 
hey, we're here. This sure is some ghost face shit. It's been a while since that happened. Uh, but we're all jaded millennials who've seen the stab movies. So mm-hmm. that's our take on this. What did, what did you think about the setup of this movie? I, I kind of liked it. I like most of the new teens. Yeah, I thought the teens were pretty good. Yeah, I think I think some of them like they they ran out of ideas for how to connect them to the original movie, so they were like, "Well, I guess this guy is the the son of the the deputy from Scream Four, who's now the sheriff." I I think that I got to enjoy this a little bit more because I was entirely free from all of that. Uh, I don't so fair. I don't know how any of these characters I don't I don't know why their Wikipedia pages have their parents' names in blue. I just know that like this is a group of teens. <laughs> um except for we learn that the main character's dad is secretly the original ghost face killer. Yep. <laughs> her mom cheated on her dad with the ghost face killer. And now she's my- like, I've got serial killer blood in my veins i i hallucinate and see his face yeah she is the she's the riverdale serial killer gene yes exactly exactly and she's worried that it's gonna come out <laughs> my uh my review of this movie on letterboxd is this movie is really asking me to believe that billy lewis had sex with the woman <laughs> <laughs> shit marn <laughs> 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 Billy Loomis was the uh was Sydney's old boyfriend, right? Yeah. Okay. It wasn't it wasn't it wasn't Shaggy. No. Okay. God. Uh so they from there uh they're like we got to figure out who is the ghost face killer. Um we're going to go meet Deputy Dewey who is at his absolute most divorced. He's so divorced, it's great. <laughs> I I I love there's a trend of like in the same way that um there's two ways that a, a legacy sequel can go when depicting a former male character from the show. You can either say, look how bad of a dad this character is, you get that in Naruto, you get that in Avatar. Um or you can say, look how divorced this character is now. Those are the only two directions male characters are allowed to go in legacy media. It is funny because they waited five movies to do it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Taking the Han Solo divorced approach. Like, those are the two <laughs> the two approaches. Yeah. Um, Dewey's sad, and they're like, but there's a ghost face. And he's like, I don't want to care about ghost faces anymore. And like, yeah, but... You gotta, otherwise people won't watch this movie, so... <laughs> yeah, but there's a ghost face. Yeah, there is There is a ghost face, though. Uh, they talk him into helping out. Um, they... Who's the next person that... Is the next person that dies just Dewey? No, it's it's a Wes, the sheriff's son. Okay, right. I, yeah, so... When does... So I remember... There's a really cool, really long scene of Ghostface calls Wes's mom. Wes is the guy from the TikTok earlier with no hair. Um, yeah. <laughs> and his mom's the like police chief now instead of deputy or something. Is that right? Yeah, she's the, she's the sheriff. Yeah. And she, Ghostface calls her and is like, 
yeah, I know you left home, but I'm going to kill your son. <laughs> so she starts racing home, and then we get to watch an excruciatingly long scene of Wes just walking around his house. God, that scene was so long. It's it It was... It started off really cool and interesting, and then eventually I was like, please just jump out and kill this kid already. <laughs> yeah. And then it got back to, like, Jesus Christ, how long are they going to make this scene? Like, it is incredible that we're I, it, we're watching this guy just, like, cook an entire meal in real time, uh, just wondering <laughs> if Ghostface is ever going to pop out. And then, I'm trying to remember how this happens, because I know he doesn't kill Wes. Uh, the mom gets home, and she, like, rushes up the steps, and then... Ghostface jumps out from behind a pillar and is just like, gotcha, and stabs her. And then I think Ghostface goes inside and is just like, hey, kid. Yeah. Is that basically what happens? Yeah, literally, yeah. Okay. I looked up the scene. It's four and a half minutes long. (laughs) We watched this guy cook an entire beef wellington. (laughs) It literally is just like him walking around the kitchen in real time. Uh Uh-huh. We watch him. We, we watch him. Uh, we watch him pick out a cow. We watch him slaughter it. We watch him uh, butcher it and cut it. Pick the cut of meat he wants. Bring it back into the kitchen, uh, and then go to town. We watch the whole thing from the beginning. Yeah, and then he like goes over and like locks the door, and Ghostface comes up behind him and stabs him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's he like goes to the front door. His mom's laying there like dead on the step. Yeah. He doesn't see her. He just locks the door, turns around, and it's whoopsies, there's a ghost. Uh-oh, it's Ghostface. Uh-oh. Whenever Ghostface is off screen, people should be saying, where's the Ghostface? Yeah, exactly. Um. So then, yeah, I think, is that when they go to the hospital? Yes. Yeah, so... Uh- Go ahead. Yeah, they they go to the hospital because Sam is uh is worried about uh, uh Tara. Right, because is it like because the chief of police or because uh the sheriff gets killed like Sarah I think Sam goes to the crime scene and then sees like the cop that was supposed to be looking after mm-hmm, her sister yeah. and is like why are you here and he's like the sheriff got stabbed. Yeah. She's like, but why aren't you guarding my sister? And then they rush back to the hospital. Uh, the world's most empty hospital. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tara gets an entire <laughs> wing all to herself. No doctors. There's literally nobody else there. Yeah. Um, well, it turns out there is someone else there because the ghost face comes out. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, and then there's a scene where Ghostface gets both Tara and the boyfriend and he tries to do like a green goblin like pick which one of them I don't kill right now uh to Sam but it doesn't happen yeah I don't remember like they're trying to set it up but the scene doesn't happen and nothing ever comes from it I think that just like Dewey walks out and is just like actually I'm gonna shoot you oh yeah Dewey just shoots him. Yeah, Dewey just shoots Ghostface, and Ghostface is like, uh-oh, I'm I'm dead now. Uh, but spoiler, turns out he's not. Uh, the teens all walk and leave, and Dewey sacrifices himself to save the kids, uh, just like Han Solo. Yeah. What if David Arquette was Han Solo is basically what this movie is. I am kind of glad that they did that, though. <laughs> Like, I, I, I'm i kind of glad that they were like, all right, we've done five movies. Like, we can finally kill Dewey off. It feels, 
Dewey's whole role is to get like brutalized in each film, but not but survive, right? Like that was Correct. his kind of shtick. Yeah. Okay. He's just like, please, like, I will show you where the artery is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do this again. Um then also like David Arquette has a real like please murder me in this like outside of the divorced energy it's divorced from the franchise please murder me so I don't have to come back into another one of these yeah um everyone feels really sad because the ghost face just killed a guy they just met uh but they care very deeply because we care very deeply because we grew up with with Deputy Dewey we know Dewey um he's been in four whole other movies I like Dewey I like him enough but there's only so attached I can get to a character in a stab franchise okay true um he was well he was supposed to die in the first movie and then um audiences liked him so much that they uh they like threw him in the ambulance at the end (laughs) to like establish that he was still alive that's worse somehow is him just being like uh, bleeding out but not quite (laughs) um and then they took five more movies to finally kill him. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and then we get, da-da-da-da, our actual heroes show up. Uh, Gail Weathers finally comes into town, and she comes with Sidney Prescott. Well, Gail's been there for a little bit, because Dewey sees her, right? Oh, like they, right. They talk. That's right. She came into town and was like, I'm here as a reporter to report the news. Yeah. He was like, you should be here to help fight the ghost face. And she's like, well, I'm not. And then he dies and she's like, well, now it's personal. (laughs) But yeah, then, then Sydney shows up uh, because she, she hears that Dewey uh, has been killed by ghost face. Yes. Um, And then Sam is like, well, you guys have fun with this. I'm leaving. (laughs) (laughs) Like, me and my boyfriend and sister are just leaving town. Yeah, which honestly is a good answer to all this. There's a there, there's a bit of that that isn't going to work out. We'll get to it in a minute. Uh, but, like, honestly just saying, hey, uh, Ghostface is back. I'm just going to go. Yeah. <laughs> he seems to really hate this town. I'm going to not be in that town. Deuces. I agree. More people in in uh, in this mu- in these movies should simply leave. Yeah, easy, <laughs> easy peasy. If it, su- if it sucks, hit the bricks. <laughs> Just walk out. <laughs> it's not like it's not like a paranormal horror movie where the ghost might follow you. Yeah, it's just a guy. Just get in your car and leave. Yeah, you can get in your car and hit him. Like it, it just. You can just go. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So from there, Gail and Sydney are like, "Don't worry, kid. We'll be the protagonists now." I hated yeah. this. I, yeah. I, I I I kinda liked the movie up to this point, and then it just completely nosedived for me. Yeah, I. D- I didn't love that, like, the first half of the movie, they were like, where's Sydney? When's Sydney gonna show up? And it, she's and, not supernatural either. She's just a traumatized woman. Yeah. And they kind of dangle it in front of you, and then they're like, she's here now. You don't have to care about any of these other teens anymore. Yeah. Like, thank God. I they kind of have... do that in, they kind of do that in four or two. Well, it's, it's really funny that they did that in this movie, considering that, like, she asked for more money and they told her to walk for Scream 6. 
Yep. So it's like, okay, do you, should we or should we not be asking where is Sydney the entire movie? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, which which do you want to be the case? Uh, but then we go and we get a we go back to the house where the first scream happened. Mm-hmm. And then we basically just have the party from Scream happen again. It's mm-hmm. and and so much of it is just like. Oh, it's like the old shot where they're watching a movie, except this time they're watching a Netflix and we can do the scene with the camera in the van, except it's a cell phone on a drone or something. I don't remember exactly, but it's like, what if we did the same thing, but now instead of then? Yeah. Right? So they're they're at the party. Ghostface starts attacking people. Um, I So I did like the part where they're all together. And like the the twins have just been attacked or whatever, and and they're kind of like trying to figure out what's going on, and then Amber just fucking pulls out a gun and shoots someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did kind of love that. <laughs> Amber is one of the friends. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, who's one of the the ghost faces? Yeah, who's one of the ghost faces? Yeah, she's just like, yeah, we don't care. Just boom. I think she shoots Gail. No, she shoots one of the other teens. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. Yes, I remember what you're talking about. Uh, And then they're like, fuck it. We got to get Amber down. They get Amber down. And they're like, oh, thank God. We took out the ghost face. And as we all know, there's always only one ghost face. Yeah. (laughs) Thank goodness. We've learned a lot over the past four movies. But luckily, we haven't learned this. Uh, Because it turns out (laughs) little baby Huey, oi, Huey, is a ghost face. Yep. Yep. We got two ghost faces. Yep. Who could have seen this coming? Who could have seen this one coming? Uh, turns out they're big fans of the Stab movie franchise, but they hate the direction that they've been going in recent years. And they think that what they really need is a return to form with a reboot quill, whatever they call those. So we're going to give them better source material by killing the original Sidney Prescott and then they'll make better movies again. <laughs> Hashtag give oh. us the Huey cut. <laughs> oh, man. It's it's weird because the original... The, the, I keep wanting to call the movie Scary Movie, and I don't know why. The original Scream is about something. Mm-hmm. You know, the original Scream is about, like, relationships, virginity, and friendship. And how they get tested when there's trust issues on the line, right? Yep. This movie's about Scream. It sure is. (laughs) And you don't care about any of it when that happens. Yep. (laughs) It it sure is just about Scream. Um, There's a bit of, like, complaining about horror audiences. I don't remember remember exactly what they say, because it's been a little while since I watched it. But I did... It is one of those where you just kind of like watch and you're just like, huh, screenwriter wrote this, huh? Oh, they say that they met on Reddit. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, Which yeah. people people found out that you could actually go and like find one of their like in-character Reddit accounts. <laughs> like it exists. That's, that's actually funny. <laughs> like someone from the, uh, the, the like crew of the movie must have made it too because it was made before the movie came out. <laughs> Nice. Um, yeah, they, they they all fight. One of them gets lit on fire. Sam 
uh, sees a hallucination of her uh, of her serial killer dad, and then the serial killer gene activates within her, and she goes Super Saiyan and kills Huey. And then I think that's it, right? Um. So Amber gets set on fire, but then she like comes back and tries to like kill people again, and then Tara shoots her, and that's pretty much the end. Yeah. Yep. That that's it. Yep. That's that's the movie. Yeah. What do you what do you think of this one, Martin? <sighs> again, I liked it better than four, but well, maybe I didn't. Okay, revisiting this, maybe I didn't like it better than four. I think. I think the ending of four is more like the ending of four tries to have like it, it, it takes a lot of big swings and it tries to have a lot of shock value. And I think a lot of that actually lands. Whereas this this movie tries to like do the shock value thing and also have like fresh meta commentary angles and neither of them really land. No, they really don't. I, yeah, I, I watched, I liked the parts of this movie that weren't about the three legacy characters. And then when Dewey was on screen, he was fine. I, I, I like Dewey. Uh, I think he's fine, but I don't need him to have a heroic standoff against Ghostface. You know, like, it's a horror movie. Like, I, I, I've seen a little bit of, um, just like little clips from, from Scream 2. And like mm-hmm. of the characters that survive Scream, if I remember right, like the main not the main character, but like one of the big characters dies in the opening of that movie. And then the one that people care about, the guy that likes horror movies, he just like randomly gets got in the middle of the movie, right? Yep. Like it's weird to have a slasher movie give this level of like divinity to its main characters. Since the genre they're in should just treat them like people. Yeah, I, 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 a hundred percent agree. Um, so it felt weird to care about any of them. So I liked the new folks and the new interesting people that were brought in, and then they were just like, "You all can leave now. We need to bring back our main mm-hmm, characters." Mm-hmm, exactly. I don't know. I like the front half of this movie a lot more than I like the back half, mostly because I had already seen the back half by seeing the original yeah. Scream. Yeah. And I, and I think, like, obviously, if you watch enough Scream movies, like, you're going to be like, okay, like, this is, like, how it happens. This is what happens in, in, in a Scream movie. But, yeah, I don't know. I I liked how a lot of it was shot. I liked the, again, I liked the, the scene where Amber whips out a gun because they're doing, like, the thing that I love in, in horror movies when they do where they're just doing, like, a bunch of, like, really quick, like, frantic cuts back and forth between characters arguing. Mm-hmm. And then they, they like, jump scare you. Yeah. And, like, that's really effective. But again, like, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I would be interested for you to watch Scream 4 and to see what you think of it, like, held up in comparison to, to this one. Okay. I will, I will throw it on the pile. <laughs> no promises. I don't. I don't necessarily think it's like the best. Well, can I spoil it for you? Yeah, no, absolutely. Hit me. <laughs> so, like the ending of Scream Four is, you find out that um, uh, Sydney's cousin, who has been like the main character this whole time, and like Sydney's been staying with her and like trying to protect her, is one of the ghost faces 
and oh. she like she like goes after Sydney and like completely brutalizes her with a knife. Um, like they're like the last two surviving um, in this in this house that they're in, um, and so she like stabs herself and then goes after Sydney because she wants to be the final girl and like she wants to be the one who gets stabbed and survived. Um, but then they both end up surviving and they're in the hospital together. Huh. Um, and then they have like their final fight in the hospital where like Sydney's cousin go- like comes into her room and tries to kill her. That rules. Um, it's really good. Like the rest of the movie is kind of mediocre. The last like 15 to 20 minutes of Scream 4 are incredible. <laughs> See, that's an interesting meta like twist and meta call that does it really well of like no like i became the killer because i wanted to be the final girl the idealized version of what you are and then sydney's just like fuck that i've survived four stabbings yeah they also like genuinely trick you into thinking for a minute that sydney is dead like before they show her in the hospital incredible it's good. <sighs> it's it's great. <laughs> God. It's also uh her uh her cousin is played by Emma Roberts, famous actor Emma Roberts. Oh, unfabulous. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's incredible to just get to see her just like completely going ham murdering people. I would watch Unfabulous start stabbing people. <laughs> yeah, I I I don't know. I thought this movie was I liked parts of it and then I didn't like the ending and I walked out. I think that I like the idea of scream. I just don't think I like how they're actually executed. I I liked the first one. I think I didn't really like this one that much in the end, but I feel like I see a franchise that wants to do the parts of this that I didn't like more than I see the, a franchise that wants to do the parts of this that I do like. Yeah. I mean, I think I, yeah, I agree. I think with like the direction that they've taken, they definitely, feel like they have less to say the farther you get into the franchise. (laughs) (laughs) What they want to say is, y'all remember Scream? Yeah. Like, I feel like at least three and four have some interesting stuff in that, like, three takes place on, like, in kind of a movie inside of a movie because they're on, like, the set of the movie based on Sydney's life. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's all, like, actors who are playing characters based on the characters from the first scream movie (laughs) and then like four has has a really interesting ending um this one is just like i don't know i don't know man (laughs) yeah there's no like there's no hook here really the the hook especially because they they get rid of a lot of the of a lot of the teens who are interesting (laughs) yeah i think their hook is do you want to see the old characters from scream yeah or their their children. <laughs> yeah. And not really. Nah. You want to hear my pitch for Scream 6? Yes. Okay, so. Absolutely. Everything about Scream that I've seen so far has mostly been about, like, the locals in the town dealing with the Scream killings that happen every, like, three weeks or so, right? Uh-huh. I want to get some outsiders that come into town to start to document this. Ooh. In a way okay. that is relevant in today's day and age. We've got people that are filming, or not filming, we've got people coming in to record a true crime podcast about the murders that inspired the stab movies 
and the copycat killers that have come as a part of it. Oh, I like it. So you get these newcomers coming in and trying to dredge up old wounds that the people in Westboro don't want to happen. I'd made up a town name. I don't remember the actual city's town name. I think you're close. Woodburg? Something like that. Woodboro, I think. Woodboro. Woodboro wants to leave. Woodboro, you know what? It has been a record-setting amount of time since the last Ghostface killings have happened. Mm. No one wants to talk about it because it's like pitching a perfect game. You never want to mention that the pitcher hasn't thrown a ball yet or whatever, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that this crew comes into town and then people are mad when a ghost face starts killing because they blame the podcast crew for bringing ghost face back with them. (laughs) That's so fun. Turns out one of them is a killer and we get someone else that's in it too. Surprise, there's two ghost faces. Um, But yeah, that's my, there's my pitch. (laughs) But yeah. MTV hire me. Oh, MTV hire Andrew. MTV still around. Uh, sure they are, right? I guess so. I've just never... Yeah, I don't remember the last time I looked at a television channel, so I just assume they're all dead. Uh, no, they're around. All right, well, Marn, I think <laughs> I've said pretty much all there is to say about this movie, which is that it's fine. Yeah, it's it's a three out of five, I guess. <laughs> Do you like scary movies? You'll you'll probably think this one's pretty okay then. It's fine. It's fine. I've seen better, but this one is okay too. I'm glad that David Arquette could finally be in other things. There are one or two cool ideas at play here, but in the end, it just didn't quite work for me. <laughs> well, do you want to talk about things that do work for you? Do you have any recommendations for the episode? I do. So I, I have um, a recommendation that is a book that I read uh, at the beach a couple weeks ago. Ooh. Uh, and it's also about uh, slasher movies. Okay, what you got? Uh, it is My Heart is a Chainsaw by Stephen Graham Jones. That is a title. Uh, it, yeah, it's the 2021 winner of the Bram Stoker Award for Best Novel. Um, it is a horror novel. Um about a teen girl um who is convinced that uh a mat like there is a killer starting to kill people in the in like the very small town that she lives in um because she is obsessed with like slasher movies and she knows a bunch of them back to front and she sees kind of like these events happening in town and like these like the dead bodies of like two backpackers turn up and she's like oh this is going to be like the start of like a much longer chain of events um and so she basically like tries to identify who the final girl is going to be and like help her prepare to like take on this string of murders that she's convinced is going to happen. That's really interesting. It's really, really good. It's kind of like a slow burn at the beginning, but like when it gets moving, it really moves. Cool. It's good. Um, it's also the first in um what's going to be a trilogy, and I think the next book comes out next year, maybe. Yeah. And I'm very excited for it. Does it feel like a trilogy? No. Okay. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure like 
the next book like there's like there's like a time jump or whatever it it definitely feels like its own thing though okay like cool. i was like after i read it i was like that's a good book and then i was like pleasantly surprised <laughs> to find out that like the author was gonna write more stuff in that setting okay <laughs> um so yeah my other recommendation is go listen to dead teen house party the first episode comes out the same day this episode comes Hell, out yeah turn off this podcast there's only like two minutes left anyways uh <laughs> and go listen to dead teen house party are not to put you on the spot martin are you gonna have a uh like ad recorded for it when you go live i hope so okay you, I mean, probably not by the time it goes up on the Patreon in like two days, but sure, sure, sure. hopefully by next week. Okay. Um, then I'm going to say you'll have heard an ad for it at the beginning and or in just a minute on this podcast, but you should go check it out. Yeah. It's a podcast where me and Jacqueline from Unwise Girls and my friends Nessa and Emma talk about the MTV Scream show, which uh, they were offered the rights to use characters from the movies but they chose not to take that offer <laughs> wait my understanding was that they they had to make do and that's why they have a shitty ghost face mask they so had the option was, <laughs> so that was also my understanding um emma looked into it recently and found that while they were starting to make the show um they got an offer that was like, hey, if you want to use like the setting and the original ghost face and everything, uh, you can. And they were like, no, we're good. <laughs> Jesus. They were just like, we think it'd be a real cop out move to bring Sidney Prescott back after all this. So we're going to go out on our own. Thank you very much. Yeah, I did find out. Um, so the, the, the like entire writing staff changed over in between season one and season two. And I found out that, um, there's like a really interesting interview out there, uh, with the, the season two writers that you should go read if you don't care about being like incredibly spoiled for the entire show that we're going to talk about. But, um, they talk about basically like, what they would have done if they had gotten the season three and season four that they pitched to, um, to the network, uh, because there was a season three, but it was basically a reboot. Like it was on a different network, um, different showrunner, different characters. They were, they actually like paid to use the ghost face mask and whatever. Um, but so the, the, the writers <laughs> of like the original season two they were like, our first season was about a secret, not ghost face, but it turns out that was all prequel building up to season three where we're actually doing scream now. Yeah. Basically. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. That's really funny. No, Go it's ahead. Really, I'm it's sorry. It's really funny. So, so yeah, so the season two, uh, writers did this interview like literally this year where uh they talked about like yeah here's like the third and fourth seasons that we pitched to the network that like they they didn't end up picking up because like they went with like this uh, like this whole other production and like they thought that it was too complicated and i found out that their fourth season would have been would have turned out to be um the actors playing themselves after wrapping season three and they would have been getting killed off by Ghostface in quote-unquote real life. Holy shit. 
And then they slowly would have brought in, like, actors from, like, the actual Scream movies. Holy shit. (laughs) And the network was like, that doesn't sound fun. Just do Scream again? Yeah, no, yeah, they were like... That, that'll confuse too many people. We just want, like, a TV show about teen drama and Ghostface. You're four seasons into your Scream reboot television show. You're not drawing in new people at season four, episode five. Yeah, so so their their first idea for it was that, and then their second idea was that it would have just been, like, the... Um, the, uh, the actors from the show playing themselves, but then, like... Once the season kind of got going, they would have gone and like interacted with the characters from the Scream movies. So it would have been the actors of the show playing themselves, interacting with like Gail Weathers from the Scream movies. MTV is running circles around the actual Scream movies. I know! And I can't believe they didn't let them do this. You should all listen to Dead Teen House Party. Like, are you fucking serious? God. Oh. Well, I don't know how to. F- I mean, the rest of the. I mean, the rest of the show is great, but I'm I'm so bad <laughs> retroactively that they didn't get to make those third and fourth seasons. <sighs> well, excuse me, just had a yawn. I don't know how I'm necessarily going to follow that because that sounds incredible. But my recommendation this week is that there's a new season of Only Murders in the Building. Uh, if you want to check out people getting stabbed and trying to solve who done it, uh, with legacy characters returning like Steve Martin and Martin Short and Short Steve, uh, you should check out Only Murders in the Building. First season rules. Second season also rules. You can't go wrong. It's about people that start a podcast to figure out who murdered someone in their building and the fallout that yeah. comes from it. It's great. Yeah. I'm not I'm not completely caught up on the new season, but what I've seen of it so far I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, they have uh some of the cool the first season has one of the coolest episodes of television I've seen in a long mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Uh that I don't want to spoil the premise necessarily. Um but there's a shift in perspective that happens for an episode that rules. Um and yeah, the show as a whole is really good. You should check it out. Also, watch uh, the Clearance Clearwater Revival music video for Have You Ever Seen the Rain uh, that doubles as <laughs> fan fiction for The Boys. Yep. Because that's really good, too. I think that's going to do it for us, Marn. Yeah. All right. Well, until next time, if you want to find us on Twitter, you can do so. Uh, individually, I am at co-host Sherms. I am at Corpse Survivors. And you can find us together at uh, Argonauts Pod. Otherwise, if you want to get a hold of us, you can do so. You can send us an email at argonautspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support the show, you can do that by going to Patreon. That is P-U-H-T-R-A-Y-I-N dot com. Otherwise, just go to Patreon. Search for the Argonauts Podcast. You'll find us easier that way. Yeah, I think that's going to do it for us. So until next time. That's Args. Baby. Go!
welcome one and all to Riley Hopkins and their amazing friends, the actual play podcast that steals. What does that mean? That means that we take stories from corporations and come back and tell our own fanfic-inspired actual plays with them. We do things like a Star Wars podcast that takes place 300 years after The Last Jedi. What if any Zoids media was good? We tell stories in those spaces that are better than the ones that the corporations tell us because we're not f***ing cowards. Please, come join us at Riley Hopkins and their amazing friends to hear a plethora of wonderful stories every once in a while on the Moonshot Podcast Network. Riley Hopkins and their amazing friends. Hosted by me, Riley Hopkins.